Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Your Drone Questions Answered. I'm John Dicko here to find the answers to your drone questions. And today I have with me David Beatty of Beatty Media, founder and video producer of Beatty Media. David, thank you for joining me today. Good to be with you, John. Our question today is how drones can be used for video production, which is a pretty broad question because video production is, is a pretty broad industry. Explain kind of what you do in your video work, what kind of videos you produce and how you started using a drone. Sure. After, I guess, eight years, 10 years in the news business early in my career, first in radio news and then in television news, about 30 years ago, I went into video production and I had a business partner and we had a eight person staff and we did all kinds of corporate and government videos. I think we both put our houses up for mortgage. We needed about a million dollars in capital back in the late 80s to get into the video game. And back in those days, if you were a for real video production company in Chicago, there was maybe a half a dozen, maybe a dozen. That was it. It was a, it was a small universe. Obviously, things have changed quite a bit since then. And so Fast forward in time, and I run a video production company, and 95% of the jobs that I do, it's just me. I shoot, I edit, I'm a producer by trade. And about four years ago, got the bug to get a drone and to get my license. And one of the reasons, in addition to it just being fun to fly, the big reason is I wanted to get those epic shots that I could never afford to get in my low production you know, jobs. And so I wanted to be able to get skyline shots of you know, beautiful buildings and golf courses and all those sorts of things. I took the uh, took the test. I studied for the test and I took it. I'm not a drone business by any stretch, but it's probably, I'm going to say 15, 20% of my business at this point is drone in terms of I'll be hired to do just drone. And then I use it all the time for, let's say I'm working for a non-for-profit, the Fisher House at the uh, VA hospital, in addition to the interviews and the B-roll that I getting to tell that story, some epic shots showing the facility from up above really helps just make everything a little larger than life. And so the drone has become a tool. It's become like the funnest tool in my toolbox and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's awesome. I mean, talking about these epic shots, I mean, you've been in the business for a while now. Before you had the drone, before you're able to fly the drone, did you have any alternative for getting those kind of shots or was that just not possible. You know, on a couple of occasions, I hired drone pilots and I do remember at the time getting the footage back all in all. Yeah, that's really epic. But boy, if I was shooting that, I would have done this kind of thing. Okay. I guess hiring a couple of drone operators and actually paying for it, something clicked like, Hey, there's, there's actually value here. Maybe a market for it, or you'd go for stock footage, or you wouldn't use that epic shot at all. You wouldn't have it. I think really increases the production value of what's on your demo reel. If you go to my website, bdmedia.com, I think I have a 12 second clip of just different shots, you know, eye candy. And I think four or five of those are drone shots there. It just, it just, looks cool. Well, absolutely. And it's kind of like what you said there. Clearly there's a demand for it because for your work, you having to shop out and have to find somebody who, who could fly the drone and who could get you those shots. And you're doing videos, obviously shooting with a camera on the ground as well. And sometimes you're sprinkling those drone shots within the video that you're producing, the greater video, or you mentioned sometimes people just hire you just for the drone shots, just for acquiring the drone shots. Exactly. Yeah. There's, I have a half a dozen or so clients who, who think I'm a drone operator and that's what I do. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm happy to do that. I always, at some point, it's also a foot in the door. I always let them know that, for example, I'm doing a building construction. It's a big data center. 
and it takes about five, six, seven months for that thing to go up. And so the client hires me to come out every so often when the walls are coming up, when the roof is going in. And at the end, I said, you know, I, I've got great footage. I can put together like a minute and a half, two minute set to like bold music and, and it'll be an epic. And there's like, oh, you can do that? And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what we do. And so uh, the drone has actually served in a few cases to create other new business opportunities in video production. Absolutely. That's really cool. I mean, that really is cool how that's expanded, not just your clientele, but just the type of work you can do, reasons for people to hire you. Talking more about, you know, these videos that you do make and, and kind of thinking about videos, the videos as a whole, what kind of videos are you producing? Is it just like across the spectrum, whatever people are asking, or do you have sort of a niche or a specialty in the kind of videos you produce? No, it's, it really is across the spectrum. So I tend to do a lot of work for associations, the American Association of Implant Dentistry and the American Board of Medical Specialties and the Dental Association. Those sort of associations, I guess, would be the closest thing I have to a niche. But all these associations have an ongoing need to deliver messages to their membership. All of them tend to have conferences that I tend to go and shoot B-roll at. All of them need promotions for the conferences. So I tend to do a fair amount of work in that realm. I do a lot of nonprofit work. So I do Legal Aid Chicago. I do uh, videos for Chicago Police Memorial Foundation, Fisher House. In almost all cases, it's using B-roll, telling a story, interview-driven stories, and then the drone becomes a way to just add great production value to simple storytelling. Well, that's, that's awesome. I'll admit I work a little bit in video production as well. And I'm definitely one of those people guilty of needing to find somebody, hire somebody who has a drone and can give us that shot. And it's always the shot when you're starting your video and you're introducing your organization, or maybe you're ending the video and you're looking for some kind of emotional close to it. So I'm definitely one of those people who would seek somebody like you out. And that's kind of what I'm looking for when I'm looking for like an emotional shot. You know, I'm thinking like the sun setting over the building of our organization. Very cool. Well, what kind of drone do you have? Is it a special drone? Is it your typical drone? So four years ago, quick story aside, uh, the kids knew that I was playing like a, a little a helicopter flying around the house. And at one point, my one son said, we should get dad a drone. He could use that in his video business. And so they bought something on eBay. It was like a knockoff. I think it was like $70. And so it had a high def camera and I immediately launched it. And true story, first flight up, it went and it started circling, you know, the, the whole toilet bowl phenomenon. And, and with each pass, it got wider and wider. And within two minutes, it was so wide, I couldn't see it on the screen anymore, and I lost it. I didn't even get a chance to land my first drone. And so the next morning, I did, however, have enough of a bug just flying at that one time to like, I, I, I got to figure this out. So I called DuPage Airport, I think it was, and they had a drone class. And I went there like four days, long, long days, four days. And the deal was, if you study, we'll make sure that you're ready to take the test. And we almost guarantee you'll you'll pass. And so it was in that class that the instructor said, well, first off, stop buying knockoff drones on eBay. That's, that, that's one of the problems. If you get a DJI drone, you'll like almost never, I've, I've never had it happen. So at that time, that's four years ago now, I bought a Mavic 2 Zoom. And the reason I got the Zoom as opposed to the Pro, I took a little hit in the video quality, but because I do at least some news that I could get you know, zoom into things and, and quality wasn't quite as important. So that's the drone that I bought. Okay. 
interestingly, that served me very well. I've had very good success with it, and it's the only drone I've ever had. This weekend, I realized that I'm going to be out of compliance come mid-September with the remote ID requirements kicking in. DJI has not yet updated the firmware for the Zoom 2 and don't expect to until December. I was faced with, am I going to be out of compliance for a couple of months? And I, I went, went ahead and bought the DJI Air 3. Is okay. what I, and I haven't taken possession yet, so I'm kind of excited right now to try that out. From what I've seen and the reviews I'm watching, it, it looks like an amazing machine. That's very exciting. I kind of do appreciate that story. I'm sure our audience does too, because many people in our audience are drone beginners, people who are learning. And one of the biggest fears is, is crashing your drone, losing your drone. It happens to everybody. And that's cool that you just got back on the horse and kept going. And here you are now, four years later, and you're you're running a smooth business and expanding your clientele just with the drone alone, which is really cool. You mentioned you did take a class. Was that just the part 107 it class? Was, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. A great reminder too, for people to get in compliance with remote ID laws. And that's too bad that DJI, do you think they'll never update it at this point? Do you think it's just not coming? I don't know. I haven't contacted that contacted them directly, but what I read on the different chat boards, they have been kind of like a little slow at the switch. And perhaps it's because they want to sell some new drones. You know, that would be my guess. I also know that when I look at the picture quality and the specs of this new drone and its ability to do some things, you know, I got four years of use out of the Mavic 2. I may hold on to it as a backup. I may ultimately sell it, the used market to, to defray some of the cost of the new one. But, um, it's been a great drone. I've been completely satisfied with it. And kind of in that vein, and I know we're, we're getting a little short on time now, so I like to always ask this question to our guests and especially people who have started their own business and are really using their drone in business. Many of our viewers are, are people who want to get into something like that. What would be your advice to somebody who either wants to start a business with a drone or introduce a drone to their business, but has no experience with a drone, maybe a little afraid of screwing up? What would you have to say to that person? Yeah, I think you, you just have to go out and look for opportunities. I remember it wasn't that long ago, it was four years ago that I was thinking, you know, I need a drone reel. I need a reel to show, you know, people, you know, what I can do. And I remember I went to a golf course and that was just beautiful. And somewhere in the city, I went down to the riverfront in Chicago and got some like rising shots with the bridge and the merchandise mart. And so you start putting together, nobody hired me to do those shots, but think in terms of, I need a reel. And so you need a nice piece of music and it doesn't need to be more than 30, 40 seconds. And you can probably get six, seven, eight shots in there. But that process of putting those shots together will also be great experience. And you can start really understanding what works and what kind of shots are possible. That is really great. Well, David, I really appreciate you being on today, sharing your experience. It's valuable to our listeners. It's valuable to our viewers. And I hope, you know, if we get more questions coming through the pike related to video production, we'd love to have you back on. Absolutely. John, I enjoyed it. Thanks no, for inviting good. me. No problem at all. And, and speaking of questions, you can submit your own drone questions and we'll find the answer to it. You can submit a question on ydqa.io. We'll see it and we'll look for somebody who can answer it. You can also submit a question over the Drone Launch Connect private community if you're a part of that. So please submit your questions. In the meantime, we'll see you in the sky.